0: big one yeah there you go jesus
1: we missed all of that that was the that was two minutes of the podcast avery son imagine if avery would have hit the record button (laughs) this is wide open with chris baran what is up everybody we are doing another podcast it's called wide open with chris brant not bubba sellers or kyle pulsifer except i really like them so they're here with me so (laughs) what's up guys we are um burning the candle at both ends as they say do you know what that means kyle yeah fire at both ends Here <laughs> um, no, it's nine o'clock at night. We just got done with like a, a 14 hour day and we know we need to get a podcast out to all you guys tomorrow before Thanksgiving and we're gonna go ride tomorrow. so we thought it would be a good idea to uh, shoot one tonight and uh, have a little fun with y'all. So um, what's gonna be fun is I haven't told Kyle a damn thing about what we're gonna talk about tonight. nope, but um I've got my sheet here. This is my sheet, and my sheet is uh, about a bunch of topics that you guys want us to chat about. And so the one we're going to talk about tonight is stories from the backcountry, injuries, breakdowns, getting lost, etc. So I'm going to set you boys up for a little fun
0: get in the shop.
1: And as you can see, we have a little for you. Guys, uh, you guys watching on YouTube, we're in the sled shop. Uh, The previous couple podcasts, we've been in my little, what my wife (laughs) likes to call the museum, (laughs) where I put all my clean vehicles that I don't want anyone to touch and they can't wear their shoes in.
0: Yeah. If you don't take your shoes off, you're in trouble.
1: You're in trouble. Avery, who's behind the camera right now? Go mop the museum, please. (laughs) Okay. All right. So um, anyway, podcast number 23. Uh, It's been really fun. Chatting with you guys this year, we've got Kyle back. Kyle, welcome back, dude.
0: Glad to be back. A lot of people were really curious if you were coming back.
1: Dude, every time I did a post on anything, where's Kyle? You (laughs) suck. Where's Kyle?
2: (laughs) I don't know if that's what it is about.
1: Dude, how was your summer? Uh, Pretty good. Busy as hell.
2: Busy as hell. That's a good way to put it.
1: I only have one beef to pick with you. Uh Uh-oh. So... (laughs) We could have a whole podcast of your adventure getting out here. Broken iPads. (laughs) There's something with the the (laughs) (laughs) corona. Two
2: weeks late, a month late, whatever. Six months late, I don't know. It always seems to be eventful, my trip. It
1: really does. But the one thing that I'm just bitter about so I call you because you're my friend Mm -hmm. and I like talking to you. I call you, he doesn't answer, which Kyle, I can actually, he's answered the phone three times. In the time span that I've known him, when I oh called God. him, God maybe how many times did we call him on Dude. Sunday? Yeah, four at
2: Which least. Sunday. What was in
1: You were driving. I'm like, okay, hey, let's 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 give old Kyle a call. i like, he's got to be getting close, <laughs> and so mm. I'm like, he's got to be behind <laughs> the wheel. So I call you, no answer, and I'm not kidding you. Two hours later, my freaking wife calls you. You pick right up. That's the first first m- ring. <laughs> <laughs> To, what be, to be real, hey, what, to, do we have to discuss something?
2: <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> to be honest, the f- time your wife called me, I had been on the road for probably an hour. You were out of gas almost probably? Nope,
1: Dude, nope. how many miles did you go on empty?
2: I'm pretty calculated. Past zero, <laughs> if I'm averaging nine miles to a gallon, I can go about 23 and then I'll run out. Miles past mm-hmm. zero. If I have no load, I'm about 35, 40 miles. And if I'm really in, if I let off a little bit, I could probably get 30. But I've ran out in that truck probably three or four times. So I'm starting <laughs> to figure it out.
1: Or I'm not. Because so I ran out. That yeah, because <laughs> you ran out three You're times. You're avoiding the subject. <laughs> What's the subject? My wife calls you, you answer first ring. <laughs> yeah, no answer. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> No. All right. Let's, t- let's start talking about some fun stuff. Okay. Okay. So, not when you we, and my wife.
0: <laughs> when we did call you, though, mm-hmm. we just you? got done snowmobiling.
1: Yeah. And we were all happy and like, dude, Kyle should be here. Yeah. We
0: got some stories for you, Kyle.
1: <laughs> you called me one time. Okay. All right. Right? I, I might be exaggerating. <laughs> okay. I had one missed call. Dude, we're already eight minutes in and we haven't talked about crap. Okay. <laughs> so, here we go. Um, Stories from the backcountry, injuries, breakdowns, getting lost, etc. So I'm going to set this up. So we have obviously a lot of fun when we ride, right? <laughs> and it's always the, the joke of, okay, uh, we had a lot of fun with the clients. We pushed them to the brink of exhaustion. Let's get them home, and we get to go do our one more, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we have one more. And then, uh, and then we have the times where we get to go push ourselves filming behind the camera. Um, hopefully Bubba can get to where we are because I've seen his <laughs> skill. I'm, I'm excited to see right it now. tomorrow because I've heard about it. It's getting <laughs> no, better. It's I, getting better. It's getting awesome. Um, so let's talk about, uh, let's talk about injuries. And, and when we talk about injuries, injuries, unfortunately, um, you know, for a lot of you guys out there, it's, you know, injuries aren't an option. You're a dad. You're working. You're, you, you know, you have all of these things. And snowmobiling is, for fun, and you know, for us here, um, this is our job and our profession. And you know, some of the, th- the things that make us a professional snowmobiler is that we love pushing ourselves and our sleds and and getting into these situations where you know, there is a chance of it not going right. And you so happen to be on one of the days where it didn't go right for for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. With Dr. Evil. Yep. And so, you know, I've, I, I've actually talked about that a little bit uh, when, when we had Phil Weibar because he was shooting. He's actually shot every freaking time I've ever been injured, <laughs> punk. You know, he always says... Oh. Actually, he never says anything. I always just want to do cool things with Phil because he's a good, good mm-hmm. filmer. But um, yeah, I dislocated a shoulder with Phil, jacked up my wrist with Phil, and you happened to be there on that day. So, mm-hmm. for this first part of the podcast, let's let's talk about injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like that day when we went and? filmed and you know i got jacked up let's let's set the stage here first okay so it was it was early it was in january Mm -hmm. right we had been like this schedule that we have right now where we're literally working 16 hours a day building sleds like not riding a ton but just trying to get all caught up because we know we got clients coming and you know this was the first year you know, it's interesting looking back, right, um, two years ago. So this was two two seasons ago. This was the first year that we literally got the jigsaw out and started cutting tunnels, mm-hmm. right? Before prior to that, we were doing 155 um, tunnel length with 163 tracks. Then we took it to the next level of, of literally just chopping shit off. Mm-hmm. And so we um we i had two sleds that year i had slim shady so it was ultra lightweight 850 all uh carbon and tie and short tunnel 163 and then we built freaking dr evil and you had a major role in that building um so that was the same thing um uh carbon lightweight a bunch of boost on an 850 and a short tunnel and you know so i guess give give just a a quick preview of you know what it was like building that sled. You've kind of become my sled builder now. I love it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't the from the sled standpoint, we had been working so hard. We worked so hard to get all our clients taken care of, and our parts kind of come last, and our sleds kind of come last. And we had just got your sled had kind of been done for a little while, but we had never even started it. Phil flew in. Never even started it. Mm-mm. I never even wrote it, and. Mm-mm. And a filmer flies in from McCall, Idaho, to come film us on your big fancy sled. So, I mean, this is. It's never
1: been tuned, never been tested, never been any, never been ridden.
2: So, it took us, I think we left here at like noon by the time we got (laughs) everything clutched and tuned. Remember that day? Hold on. Remember (laughs) that
1: day? What did we have? We had something wrong. We had something gas wrong or something. We. Oh, we put a new fuel pump in it, right? Oh. We did eventually put a new fuel pump in it. Yeah, I thought. yeah. So spend all the money. Fly Phil down here. We have two days to go film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Go to go start the sled. Something it f- like floods out or something. We just had a, a malfunction part or something stupid, right? Yep. So, so that was the start of the day. The start of the day. One of those days. It was one of those days. It was It was, it was, 100%. Those 100%. It was like
2: one of them days that yeah,
1: dude. God was saying, "Get out of the shower. Go back to bed."
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like one of them days when you get out of the shower and you realize you forgot your towel. It started out like that, you know. The first, very first t-shirts thing. work, but it sucks. <laughs> All right, go ahead. But we got the sled going. Finally got up the hill. You hadn't even rolled that sled before. No,
1: but you're like you said, it was literally like twelve, like twelve thirty or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So we pushed. We're trying to get stuff done. Trying to get some good stuff on film. The snow wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. It was pretty low. It was
1: early in the season. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And I don't know that en- when a day starts out like that, the energy is just not that great. And I remember filming in that that was going to
1: be one of our last spots. I thought, well, we saved, yeah, it we we because we had been guiding a little bit, but we saved this spot knowing that Phil was coming and mm-hmm. like so um, tough to get into, yeah, tough to get into, and so and here's here's what sucks is so we're late. I haven't really done anything yet, so I'm a little tight. I'm a little cold. I don't know what the sled's going to do, right? Mm -hmm. And we find this, like, pristine, untouched hill that I planned on getting to, and and we get everyone there, and we set up for the shot. And I do a couple things, and I'm like, whoa, this thing is rowdy. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a rowdy snowmobile. Mm -hmm. And so then I see this one, like, kind of pretty steep wall, and, you know, I – Flag down to Phil. I'm like, hey, Phil, I'm going to go do a, re- a, bow- a bow tie right here. And, um, you know, and it's already like, it's in the shade already. The light isn't perfect. It's not going to be a great shot, but it'll be something because I'm just trying to salvage the day mm-hmm. at this point. And so I, you know, I, I I come into it and I've done, you know, at this point in my life, I don't know how many thousands of bow ties I've done. Right. Mm-hmm. But so I come in to do this Thing I've done a million times, and I come in, and and I and the wall though it's pretty steep, and this sled is a pissed off sled. Like all like right away, you know, riding it up the trip. Go ahead.
2: One other thing. Remember when I had my short tunnel and <laughs> yes. I mouse trapped myself? Like I had, I got a short tunnel too, and I got mine. I had mine for a couple days before that, and it was the full on in the same trench, flipped over backwards, all the. How's that short tunnel treating you, Kyle?
1: That might have been been a little karma, too. It could have been a little karma. I was giving Kyle a ton of crap because (laughs) he was a mess, (laughs) an absolute mess riding his short tunneled turbo. And then I get on mine that's, you know, probably 30 pounds lighter, more boost, all this. It was her hot sister. That was his hot sister. (laughs) And so I, and you know, what's crazy is, so I'm riding it. It's not even at a break in. I haven't ridden turbo much this year Mm -hmm. and I'm like trying to do these things, like turbo things without really knowing what, what is going to happen when I try something. And, you know, I'm trying to figure this all out on the fly. And so, you know, okay, rewind back to the line, Phil turn the camera on. I'm going to go do a cool something right here and be ready. And so I come into it and, you know, I'm not, I'm not nervous or anything. I'm a little uneasy because I'm still trying to figure out what the heck the sled is doing. Um, and, you and so I come into it and I go up and I, you know, I do my full commit and I look, I'm looking down and the sled literally we'll have to grab the clip. So we can show the. F- the
0: well, results. yeah, I remember cause I was just going through all the footage Yeah, and I was going, I was going through that Colorado trip from Phil and I was watching and I was kind of skipping through clips and then I saw you go up. You actually went right. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you went right and you just came down weird and you just sat there. I mean, you yep. you fall in the snow a lot when you, when you do your bow ties, but you just sat there and I was like, Oh, maybe this clip isn't so good. Mm-hmm. Something's not right here, and it then it, it went straight to this.
1: Yeah. So what happened? Mm-hmm. And and this is something that you
0: know, like
1: you know, I think about. I'm I'm what I'm staring at right now for you guys watching YouTube. What I'm staring at right now, Kyle just you know sawed six and a half inches off his tunnel. <laughs> the sled next to next to him, six and a half inches off. Short tunnel, short tunnel. Blah blah blah. All this stuff, right? Two years ago, we we're, like, doing this and saying, I wonder if this is going to work. <laughs> is this, what is what, – we should do this and just try it, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're doing 30 a year, and the internet is, like, cutting tunnels. Everybody and, wants it. Yeah, yeah, right? It's cool. Yeah,
0: can I get a 155 cut tunnel chaos oh. turbo? <laughs>
1: Please, I highly don't recommend that. <laughs>
2: I secondly don't highly recommend that.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, – so, when I come into this deal and I'm going to do a reentry like I always do, so what happens when you cut a tunnel is you're you're literally cutting off um the wheelie bar and a wheelie bar on a dragster basically keeps the dragster from flipping over backwards it lifts the lifts the front end a little bit and goes down the track it's awesome. We're cutting that off now, and so now we have to learn how to ride a sled without that and so again, uneasy, not knowing what the sled's going to do, I'm going to go do a fairly aggressive maneuver and just, you know, ah, whatever, I'll sort it out. And when I come into this, um, no base, not a ton of snow on a fairly violent bill, I end up almost literally backflipping onto myself. So we'll, uh, again, Bubba, if he does his job right, he'll show you this clip where I come in And you'll see my sled literally jumps out of the snow. And instead of rotating around in a bow tie, it literally just comes up upside down and lands square on top of me. And what I remember from it is when it came and came back, the windshield knocks me in the head. And I felt that first, like, boom, like, like, knock, like. Black. I see black for a second. Like, whoa! I just got my ass kicked. To the <laughs> and then, and then, for, and then the next thing I feel is like my wrist. And so, for you guys who have seen over the last two years, like I have, I'm I wear a Mobius brace. And I mean, two years ago, um, I mean, I got pretty. J- <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the whole story of that. But anyway, I so right away I know something's wrong and I let the sled go and the sled is just laying upside down and I'm in the snow and I'm going like this, you know, head down like this. And what was, so Kyle, what was your, what was your initial, I mean, you've seen me do like
0: Mm -hmm. everything, right? I mean, we've ridden
1: together forever and you know what I do and you like, you've seen me stick everything and mm -hmm. now you just saw me F up.
2: Well, and it what. Was, too, because I was grabbing – you had me grab a phone clip from down below, too. And I watched it happen, and, like, I don't know. It just – I mean, it was the moment. It was a time that it didn't go right, which happens. But I was like – I don't I – because don't, you know, on my phone, I have the phone clip, and it was like – I bet I it was like the snow dust fell, and I was yeah. like, you all right? It didn't norm- look that I don't, bad. Normally, my first comment when you screw up isn't, are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> I just knew something was wrong, and – Phil's like oh that I don't think he's good because you weren't saying anything so I don't know it was just weird it was a weird situation to be in
1: well what's funny is so you asked me the question right mm-hmm. you're below me and you asked me the question and I don't say anything because what that's hap- all you need to say <laughs> what's happening in my mind right now is I'm taking uh, a survey of what the hell just happened mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why does this hurt so much uh, that noise right like mm-hmm. oh God what what is going on and it's funny you know i'm holding my wrist right now looking at you know where they did surgery on my wrist and it hurts every day and it reminds me every day that i screwed up and i didn't do it right um and so what so what happens this this next step is what is you know fairly I remember, here's what I remember you saying when we got down and all of, you know, after the rest of the story which we'll tell, tell here in a second I remember you saying like it's crazy how it can go from so good to so bad so quickly, mm-hmm. right? And it was literally just like, I mean, we had filmed a couple shots, got a couple cool things and then all of a sudden now we're trying to figure out how the heck to get me off of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, like this next step, I mean, this is where you you come into play.
2: Mm-hmm. Is, like, as far as what happened? Yeah. Well, I mean, we do what we are prepared for and what we have. So, first off, we come up with a game plan. Well, I mean, we make sure that so you're all right. So, you first come, you
1: come up to me, mm-hmm. right? Sled's upside down. I'm sitting there. You're like, are you all right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I need to get out of here. I feel the burn. I think I broke my wrist. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: Yep. So, it's... What do we need to do to get you more comfortable? What do we need to do to get you out of here? And then we're still an hour and a half from a hospital or what, what do we need to do to make all this work? So got you comfortable temporarily, um, in reach your wife.
1: So in reach, let's, in reach, let's yep. tell everybody what that is.
2: Uh satellite way to communicate.
1: Yep. So, so it's something that we all have. And if you don't have one, you should have one. Um, you know, we're very lucky in a lot of areas to have cell service. Um, we do not, mm-hmm. we don't have cell service. And if you do have cell service in your area, you got to be careful because there could be some spots where you don't. And so an in reach is just a brand of a satellite texting device that you can pair to your phone. So what Kyle's first step was figure out, Am I going to live? Yeah, I'm probably going to live. Right. Um, Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Now we got to get some help. So you texted my wife via satellite and said, Hey, Chris is hurt. Meet me at the trailhead. You got to get him to the doctor.
2: Because we got to, yeah, we're back at the trailhead. We have a gooseneck trailer and have sleds to load and all that. So we figured out we didn't need an ambulance. We didn't need a helicopter. We just needed somebody to get you down to the hospital. So we came up with that game plan. Then we, built a splint which we had all the equipment to do that Yep we had a,
1: so we had a SAM splint mm-hmm. and we had um like a gauze wrap Yep
2: and I think I hit your fingers with my elbow pretty hard once <laughs>
1: and at this point <laughs> things were numb i i'm such a puss i almost pass out a couple times mm. um i passed out when i popped my shoulder out i almost passed out here and just like you know close my eyes shaking my head like mm. don't don't do it <laughs> especially in front of kyle he'll make fun of me forever <laughs> but yeah we get so, you. so know. so we so Back Adv- up, back, Advil. backup. Right? Yeah, we have all of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? I
2: mean, it's ra- my tunnel bags flipped open, and I'm I gotta turn 180 degrees to take care. Yeah,
1: we we plan for the worst, hoping for the best, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's one of the reasons that when I go and film and or when I go ride, that when I know I have you know you or you know when Ross was here or anybody Andrew, for example. Mm-hmm. I am not scared one bit. I know that we're prepared for the situation, whatever might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't want to ride reckless, but you know, if something does happen, I am ready to to either help you or you help me. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing that is nice. I never think about that when I'm filming, mm-hmm. which is cool.
2: Well, good, yeah. Well, yeah, and I think that's a if that's not part of your riding group too, that's
1: yeah. So Another for for you topic, guys but. who like are like me and say, you know, what can my wife possibly get me for Christmas? I get everything. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an inReach, there you go. Yeah. There's just, one.
0: Or even just the little things that you don't think about, like you and I were talking about yesterday. When you go hunting, you don't think about those little things when you're out there. Oh, I don't have batteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rechargeable batteries.
1: The charger for your phone or, or if your inReach somehow got turned on right? And we can't, we all carry spare battery packs and, mm-hmm. and a charger. And so, I mean, there's all of these things and you know, that kind of, that, I mean, that's why this podcast list will go on forever. Mm-hmm. You know, one of these podcasts, we're going to talk about what we carry and why. So, um, so let's get back to the story. So you come to me, I'm jacked up. Um, you call my wife again, I sure did. <laughs> tell the f- tell her, tell her, Chris might be down for a little bit, so you know. <laughs> um, we we get a splint, we wrap it with gauze, so you yep. you immobilize my wrist. You hit my fingers, almost make me cry.
2: I, and it was, I was doing, I was being so careful, and then I think I went to turn or something, and I knocked him, And I'm just like, oh, I I felt that, uh-huh. <laughs> and he was probably just starting to feel a little better, and, but.
1: And so, you know, we're at a position, okay, so now I'm, I'm like, "Uh, we got to get out of here. And so you, um, you, you, you asked me, can, can you ride your sled? And I'm like, dude,
2: it's a spot where if you're on two skis and your brakes are locked up, you're going to be going, we're going, I'm going down, right?
1: So, so I say, dude, I can't, I can't ride. I'm going to start walking. Mm -hmm. And so I start walking out. Um, and you know, for those of you who have been to BBA, you know our snow. You literally can't walk from the fire <laughs> we start at lunch back to your snowmobile. <laughs> There's no base. It's all sugar. It's This is in January, and it's just g- tough going. Mm-hmm. But um, so I start walking out, and so, um, you know, now you start trying to get my, my sled out, and mm-hmm. you're basically shuttling your sled and my sled because we – we're probably, I would say, th- three-eighths of a mile from the trail, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. And right? down. And down. Steep. Uh, so I only, yep. I only have to go down, which is nice, but I'm still walking, trying not to pass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. And my wrist is really starting to like let me know that I'm an idiot. That's not right, yeah. Yeah. So I start walking down. I see Kyle, like, Kyle ends up taking my sled essentially all the way down to the trail and then walks all the way back up to go back and get his snowmobile. Mm -hmm. And so you're hustling back and forth to do that. I mean, dude, this, I mean, uh, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, walking up this hill and in the sugar snow, what was going through your head at that time? Ah, all I When you're in the moment.
2: You don't really think, yeah. Yeah, It's just something you got to do. Yeah, you're reacting. Yeah, and it wasn't too bad. I think what I did at first is I was driving one sled like a couple hundred yards and then walking back to the other one and driving it past that one, kind of leapfrogging that way I could kind of take rotations. But I also needed to get a sled down to Chris in time so when he got down there, he could – because the plan was once he got to the trail, he could ride out. We were still six miles from the truck. Yeah. Well, the worst part about it is that it was your right hand.
1: It was my right hand. Mm -hmm. Yep. So So how you get out.
2: But, yeah, I finally got him his sled down. To the trail. To the trail. And mine was a long ways up because I got it. I shot his way down towards the end and got him to it. And his plan was he was going to start working out. Phil was going to wait for me at the trail there for me to come down. And I remember I went back up. And, I mean, it didn't take me that long. Yeah. I went back up got to my sled, got down, got down to fill. I was and, kind of a sweaty mess. And so
1: who got back to the truck first? This is I know this is where
2: <laughs> this is going. So I'm I get on my sled and I get I get uh new gloves on, get my helmet back on, get all my stuff on and I take off and I'm going fast cuz I want to catch you. And so I'm going fast and then like after I go like 3 miles, I'm like I should be catching him by now. I should slow down. And I the whole time I'm kind of looking left and right. You never know what could happen. And then at, like, three miles, I'm like, God, I hope I didn't drive by him. Like, he passed out and drove. (laughs) I mean, it's down. off in the trees. It's down off the bottom side. And I'm like, I get to three miles, and I'm like, how haven't I caught him? I get four miles and still haven't caught him yet. Get five miles down the trail. We're, like, a mile from town. I'm ready to turn around. I'm like, he (laughs) had to have drove off the trail or something. And... (laughs) Anyway, I ended up getting back to the truck, and he's been back there for, like, five minutes. He rode left-handed on the throttle down this whooped-out trail that they haven't groomed all year. No finger
1: vol- on the brake. I was very uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> Drove out, beat us all the way back to the truck. But that that's the story of that, of getting to there.
1: Well, that was the only thing to, in my mind that was keeping me motivated not to pass out. Right? <laughs> Yeah. I really need to get back here first so I can give Kyle some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Still beats me back in the
2: truck. I got to get, get back, back in the was, truck first with a broken right <laughs> wrist. Yeah. Oh. And then it takes three days, and I think he's giving me ski poles again. That's, that's farther down the line, but <sighs> he... Yeah, we get him, and I remember his wife pulled up about the same time I got down to the truck, and like, does he need help, or is he coming? <laughs> so and, and so, here's the funny
1: part that I'm thinking, like, this is just, like, typical me. Like, so I got Red Dragon, you know, mm-hmm. my girl, mm-hmm. and the big trailer, and I don't think you had even driven it ever at that point. Maybe, Not like, Red a Dragon. little bit around here, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my wife comes to come pick me up so she can get me to the hospital, you know? <laughs> and... And Kyle's, in, like, getting in Red Dragon, and I'm just looking at that. I'm like, I think I can drive. <laughs> I, th- I can shift. shift. I line. can I shift. with that. my left hand. <laughs> and, uh, and all I'm thinking about as I'm going to the hospital, and it's starting to hurt, I'm like, I wonder how she's pulling for Kyle.
2: Oh, it pulled good. <laughs> I even took the steep grade out of the hot springs there.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so. Interruption.
0: Yeah. We have a new work truck now. New work truck, but well, the Chevy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We've totally commandeered. Yeah, you guys. Unfortunately, you haven't seen Red Dragon in action because Avery showed up with a brand new Duramax. I'm like, we should probably make sure this is BBA worthy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) demo this thing. It's been okay.
0: So thank you, Avery. Rides better with a trailer behind it. Yeah,
1: it sure does. Um, So. So the so that's – when we talk about injuries, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's the one that kind of stuck out in my –
2: And then your next rest of your season that you stuck through oh, and toughed God it out dang. and rode anyway. That was so dumb. All he needed to hear is that it wasn't broken, but he didn't realize that there can be – yeah Worst more stuff. More, more stuff Which it, is what he kind of had going on It was
1: the worst I went to the doctor They took x-rays And this happened This has happened to me Every single time I've got jacked up I'm like broke Right mm-hmm. I mean I've done it with my ankle I've done it with my shoulder I've done it with my wrist And I go to the hospital And I'm like Dude Something's broke I'm wasted Please help And x-rays come back No nothing's broken i'm like come on <laughs>
0: you're like all right i'm good
1: no i'm not i know i'm not good and so they literally put this freaking semi hard cast on where i couldn't move my wrist and i was like oh hmm. literally i got home came out to the shop put it on a snowmobile could move my thumb well, shit! I'm good, dude. Purple. Updating. Oh, it was purple. Oh, my whole forearm, everything. I literally so that whole season I rode with my wrist immobilized, which was dumb. Um, I and and I so I I literally couldn't move my wrist. Now I've got I've got good movement. I could not do that for a year, um, and so, so <laughs> this is just just typical being a man and being dumb. So we have an incredible snow season. Mm -hmm. I literally rode July whatever. Like it was July 4th or 13th or something silly. We had crazy snow at Buff in June, July. And I planned on getting it fixed after my season, but the snow was too good. (laughs) So I said, no way in hell am I giving up this spring. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'll just get it fixed after Chile. So the day I got back from Chile, Mm -hmm. I go to the – the, to the doctor he does um he well, after reviewing the x-ray he's like you know it it looks like it's still slightly attached i think we can fix it and i'm like okay and this
2: c- is a ligament yeah right yeah
1: yeah a ligament because that's what i ended up i didn't break a bone i tore a ligament um and so and he's like but worst case scenario if i can't repair it i'm gonna just take it out and i'm like so what sense does that make? <laughs> so, I'm going to be lighter? Is that what I am? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in.
0: So, I am a cut tunnel. <laughs> I am
1: a cut tunnel? Human? Sweet. And so, of course, right, he gets in there. It's totally trashed. It's junk. He can't fix it. He cuts it out and then cuts the pain nerves out around it. And so... I don't know what the hell's going on in there, but I don't have a ligament in my wrist, and I can still kick your ass, Kyle, and (laughs) um, so that's what I've got going, and it's it's silly. I should have got it fixed. It could have been repaired right, Um, but unfortunately, I don't have that now, and it hurts. It's not fully mobile. Um, I do wear a brace when I ride still. Kyle, you were asking me just the other day, how's your wrist, and it's weird. On a dirt bike, I'm okay. On a sled, I'm still not okay. I still got to wear the brace but um so you know that that was the story i wanted to tell on the injury side of thing uh side of things luckily you know for you i mean you bleed just about every ride but uh, well,
0: should we, we ask Kyle about injuries well no at uh-huh. bba you, you've you been good bba I've been
1: dirt bikes good. holy cow i don't know if yep. we have a long uh, enough no, podcast dirt
2: bikes my files pretty thick at the doctor's office <laughs> but um, snowmobiles, really my only <laughs> injury was hitting a deer. <laughs> yeah, he told and us that story broke, last broke night. broke a collarbone, but that's as serious as I get.
1: You've been pretty good here at BBA. You, now, your are was it your shoulder last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Did it pop out and go back in? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And it still bugs me a little bit, but mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes. I think Shoulders suck. Yeah, right. Yep. But, yeah, the collarbone on the deer in Minnesota, that mm-hmm. was... That was my injury, but.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, I, I've never really been injured on a.
1: With the you way think? you ride, I can't find <laughs> I don't well, find Well, I, I did get
0: injured one time, but we don't need to go into that. On a sled <laughs> deck? No, on a snowmobile. With a finger throttle? <laughs> <laughs> on, on a snowmobile. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I did tell Kyle last night. We'll keep that out of the podcast. <laughs>
2: I usually take it out on the snowmobile.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your snowmobile's <laughs>
1: been injured way more, for right. sure um so well i mean we, we can go one of two ways to end the podcast here we can go with your deer injury i mean i kind of like that st- i'd like to hear that story and then we can save podcast two for breakdowns because you know what the hell story i'm going to talk about <laughs> last the one year i've
2: got a perfect face shot of you saying i'm gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> Straight face,
1: <laughs> and then one that'll be really fun. We could talk about Lost. I have a really good Lost story. I don't know if you have a Lost story, but mm,
2: not like one where I was seriously lost because I usually
1: I was seriously ends up working lost. out all
2: right. But it's like it's the where it's like it could go one of both ways. It's like, hmm, I wonder which way I need to go. And it's always been like something becomes familiar eventually. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, man, if I would have made that other decision back there, it would have been totally the wrong
1: yeah, way
0: things would have been a little hairy right well mm-hmm.
1: so let's let's save breakdowns and loss for for episode number two with kyle so let's let's talk about injuries so you guys heard me i screwed up i got hurt a couple times kyle let, dude let's hear about this deer okay so for those of you who don't know <laughs> kyle from his accent you would think <laughs> you would know he's not from colorado <laughs> Where are you from, Kyle? I am from Minnesota.
2: That was good, wasn't it? No kidding. (laughs) Minnesota. Minnesota.
1: Minnesota. All right. And so, Kyle, Flatlander, ditch rider, come mountain rider, come BBA employee. Um, Dude, give us the goods on the deer story.
2: I'll start right from the beginning. I'm at the Kandiohi County Fair. The what? The Ohio County Fair. I don't
1: even know what the hell that means. (laughs)
2: Candy. Candy Oi is the county. I'm okay, from. <laughs> so
1: of course Minnesota <laughs> it's has, a, has a. Okay, it's August. Okay. Yeah, you know
2: it's like where they have the corn dogs and the Ferris wheels. Yeah, and no, selling, I know what a fair is, big. but I'm trying to
1: figure out what a fair in the winter on a snowmobile. No, and it's August. A deer. Okay. We're in August. All right, let's go.
2: Like, if, if you better keep this tape rolling because it's no, <laughs> we it's August. I'm at the Candy County Fair. Hold on. Does local, anyone
1: know what the hell he just said? A candy. Candy
2: It's a county. Ohi is a county.
1: Ohi <laughs> In
2: Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's where we're at. If everybody calls you out, I bet everybody on this podcast is picturing this right now.
1: Yeah, okay, we're at a fair <laughs> with a Ferris wheel. Go.
2: Man, the local dealership's there, and they've got a, some snow, a couple snowmobiles there, and there's this one, and I'm like, dang, I want that snowmobile. What is it? It's a 2015- Switchback Assault 800. Okay, so it's like my snowmobile yeah. at the time because I'm like I kind of I hadn't been mountain riding before. Mm-hmm. I kind of I'm I'm watching. I, I want to be a mountain rider. Can you guys tell he's from Minnesota
1: with his accent? <laughs> God dang
2: it! <laughs>
1: All right, go candy wide
2: I want to be a mountain <laughs> rider. I, this snowmobile. I'm 16 now. That was my first. I just turned 16.
1: Yeah, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, or I was
2: going to turn 16 and I was. Just, So that was my plan. I'm like, I'm going to go mountain riding this winter. If I had this snowmobile, I can ride it around here, ride it there. So I go into the dealership that next Monday after the fair. And I was like, what's it going to take for me to, I want that snowmobile. And the guy kind of laughed at me. I was like, no, I want that snowmobile. So I figured it out, signed the papers, got the monthly payment, got the whole deal all figured (laughs) out and got, got, got a plan together. There was a family from my hometown that came out West every year and a good friend of mine went with them and so I got that whole plan all together, and we get the. F- now we're fast forwarding to winter. We get six inches of snow, and I was like, "Game on!" I had to go, got to go ride this snow snowmobile. Yeah, <laughs> so I gather a few buddies, and we we go out, and there's it's a, it's like a old railroad bed. It's a trail, and we're I'm like, uh, I don't even know how many miles I'd had on this snowmobile. It was new. It was fresh. <laughs> i like, had rode it around that day in six inches of snow, and. Going, I'm in the front. I'm going wide open down this trail. And I see like a little flash out of the corner of my eye. And it was like, it was low though. And then it, I jumped it. it. was. I almost thought I hit like a windrow where somebody had plowed their driveway. <laughs> and I endowed, and I should have jumped through the bars. It, oh. I actually endo'd right in the trail. How fast and,
1: do you think you're going right now?
2: Uh, well, 85, probably 80. Oh as fast as like as dang near as fast as the thing would go. And I had been And you're
1: starting to endo. Oh yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm We're on. like full dukes of hazard <laughs> paused in the bad moment. Mm-hmm. Now hmm I mean, I mean, Kyle should probably jump through the bars. It was at this but he's moment. gonna be a dumbass and hold on.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well I just moment. I
2: came out of the ditch I mean a quarter mile before that and I got on the trail and I don't think I let off once till I got to there. Oh, <laughs> so I anyway here we are, we're on the bars and the bars talk, obviously, and I end up rolling, and I, I've crashed a lot of things, and I've rolled a long ways before, like, getting ragdolled, and that is the one time I've actually had time, like, while I'm rolling, like, it's pretty casual while you, it's like the, it's that, like, hour-long first second of your crash <laughs> where you know you're gonna crash, and then the rest of it just kind of doesn't does. hurt, doesn't anything, you know, and I'm rolling, I'm like, I, oh, grab your knees, grab your knees. And I had time to remind myself to grab my knees, and I'm rolling. And then the next thought that comes to my head is I have 10 snowmobiles coming wide open right behind Uh, me in the snow dust, so I'm like, I need to get up right away or roll to the side of the trail as fast as I can. So the second I stop, I roll to the side of the trail as fast as I can. And I stand up, and everybody else was kind of like this, locked up brakes right behind me. And I was like, what did I hit? And they're like, what happened? I had no idea. I, I mean, I kind of figured what I hit, and they're like, "What? What happened?" And it ended up they're like, "Oh, there's a deer, and the deer was down off the trail, and my snowmobile had rolled out into the uh, the sumac there." And um, what the hell's a sumac? It's a I mean, bush. Not, it's a bush with like little I thought berries it was a bug he telling
0: me about last night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway, I'm like, I did I'm way past my snowmobile and i'm <laughs> sure that rolled a ways so we the deer wasn't totally dead so we finished we got that taken care of and then we i'm like oh man my shoulder kind of hurts and then my snowmobile i'm like oh yeah that thing tunnels folded down to the track oh, that handlebars your hook, brand new
1: sled first ride mm-hmm. uh-huh.
2: everything and um that that's where that was and i was like well it well, start and the kill switch was shorted out on the handlebars because it was smashed so much so I just ripped the wires off it. Um, started it, my shoulder really hurt by then. And is I it your up, left shoulder?
1: What is that? Is it your left shoulder?
2: No, it's my right. Okay. I broke this collarbone 3 times, 3 times. <laughs> that's a whole, that's multiple other stories, but it's the right right collarbone. I I I don't I must just naturally tuck right <laughs> and go go and I'm like, well, if I can get it started, I can ride it back. And it started and it rode back. I mean, it wasn't that well, messed up. Well, it was up. a Polaris. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I got it back, loaded it on the sled deck, drove back to my house. I was like, yeah, I should probably go in. I and, and got x-rays, and it was broke clean right in the middle like that.
1: Was, that, was that your first time breaking it? Yep. Ooh.
2: That was my first time breaking it. And my, west, my snowmobile trip out west was coming up in three weeks. I was like, oh, man, wonder, I think I can make that work. One is, what he told me is that the sled was mangled. The sled was mangled. I mean, I had, so it's like I'm dealing with, and I didn't have enough money to just go buy another snowmobile. So, I, like, two weeks in, I'm like, I'm going to be able to make this happen. My shoulder feels all right. I'll be able to, oh, this will work. So I get out some quarter-inch plate steel. You'd be real proud of this bum. <laughs> Like it is the farthest thing from lightweight. <laughs> I And I hang the snowmobile up in the shop.
1: Like get, your two sleds last year? <laughs> no. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> get two hammers out. I'm pounding on everything. Straightening everything. Pry bars. Get that all pulled up. Get I put on two plates down all the way down to the footwell <laughs> of the tunnel. Rivet the crap out of it. Weld across. It's steel.
1: And write Van Amberg on there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Well, the bump and hey, I even kick. I wish I could find a picture of that bumper because I even kicked it up like these. Oh, these like it's the new stuff. I think I might have trended. You probably trended it. Yeah, I trended yeah. it. Oh yeah. Anyway, I kicked the bumper up and everything. Um, then the next thing was the overstructure. I took another piece of steel and bolted it to the overstructure because where the handlebars had cranked, it blew the front of the overstructure part. So I bolted all that back together.
1: Plated that.
2: Yeah. Zip ties. Duct tape. And I was like, I called, I called them guys, and I'm like, Oh man, I'm still coming. <laughs> They're like, How? And I was like, I, I think I can do it. So I ended up cruising out with them and made my first trip out west, and that's kind of what it all started. And that was three weeks after I broke it, and then I mean, I wasn't right, but it worked. And that's that's my collarbone story. But it wasn't. There was wall. no. There was no. Yeah, the collarbone. But, anybody that's broke collarbone knows they they hurt, but the rest of it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, I. I've never broke a collarbone, but I think what's worse than that is that moment when you felt going over the bars mm-hmm. that you just smoked a deer and you're doing 85 miles an hour and you're about to hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, it that, takes so long to hit the that ground. That is the worst part. Like, <laughs> uh-oh, we're way sideways right now. <laughs> yeah. This isn't this what isn't, I planned. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that... that And I think everybody's played that second before in just about anything. Oh,
1: man. Injuries.
0: That's a lot better than mine. What do you got? We should probably hear it. Well, I told you. Yeah, we should should probably hear it. Chris hasn't heard this yet. All right, let's hear it. So, I started snowmobiling when I was very young. How young? Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, my mom sent me some photos the other day, and I was... I saw
1: those on a little 120. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have one twenties when I was young.
2: I, <laughs> how old are you?
1: Forty two. What year were you born in? Seventy eight. I was I'm, I was born in the seventies. That's just wow. stupid.
2: I used I've raced vintage classes before on snowmobiles that old.
1: Shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, okay, <laughs> Bubba, you've been riding since you were little on one twenties. So we used to do like
0: uh a lot of the poker runs uh-huh. growing up. Yep, and we had a big group of people. And, uh, if I remember right, we went to this place, it was, this Mm -hmm. zone, it was called The Undertaker, and it's in Northern California. I like this place already. And, nowadays, you got a 36-inch wide snowmobile. Yeah. And back then, it was, I think it was 03. And I remember the vertical edge. There was this guy that had the vertical edge. I think it was a bad boy. And, uh. I think it was the same day I watched this guy climb up this hill and he tumbled it all the way back down and then a storm rolled in. But I watched this sled roll all the way down and it was just one of those long days. I was, I mean, I was riding a three forty at the time <laughs> and I'm eight years old at the time. <laughs> so I'm tired, right? Like I'm ready to be done. Yeah. And, uh, so we go to that big hill climb that they were doing. It was straight up on these wide snowmobiles back in the day and I remember standing right on the edge of this thing and it was straight down and watching these people come sh- right up through these trees that this sled could barely make it through back then, right? And uh, it was kind of a sketchy, we, we went there a lot, that was, it was called Four Corners, the trailhead and watching the people come out of this, people get stuck in there and it would take hours for people to get out.
1: Yeah, because you never used to side hill. No, you you just you went up. up until you couldn't go any anymore, and then you buried it,
0: <laughs> or you bail, or like like the guy that I watched go up. He, I mean, he went straight up this thing. All right,
1: so so you're at the top of this thing. You've so, seen all these people fail. You're eight years
0: old. Yeah, so shaking I'm, in your boots. So I'm watching these people come up, and I'm like, "There's no way he's going to make that out." So, anyways, we got to leave that, and we're going back. I think it was a big Snowville convention that we had going on, and you know, there's. We have the warming hut with the tri-tip, and, you know, we're all headed back to the warming hut. Yeah. And we have a line of, shoot, I don't know, 15 sleds. And I'm in the middle, and I think my dad was in front of me, and then one of the guys that I hunt with was right behind me. And I came around this corner. It was a left-hand corner. Only time I've ever broken a bone. And... Only time I've ever broken a boat. So I come around this left-hand corner, and I'm eight years old. I doze off. I you sh- fall asleep, straight up fall asleep That's been on my a sick ride. And I mean, all we did, all I was doing was trail riding. I was eight years old on a 340. I was ripping.
1: You were ripping until you fell
0: asleep. So I hit this. this is a bump. sick story. This is the dumbest broken boat. only bone boat I broke. <laughs> I think the buttons (laughs) God damn get to the point So anyways I come around this corner (laughs) I hit this bump wake up and there's This tree I was going down this hill And it was Two feet across right And I swerve back on The trail right And I don't I don't know if I passed out or if I fell asleep But I doze off again like Instantly after that and I hit this big bump in the trail, and I opened my eyes, and there was two trees coming up like this. And I just close my eyes, and I just whack this tree. And I instantly look up, and I'm like, where's the trail? And so I started screaming, and pretty soon this guy, his name is Bryce, just comes bailing over the top, just bails off his sled. His sled keeps going, and he bails over the top. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, my arm really hurts, right? I just, I mean, my It was when you wore the face shield. The bubble helmet, yeah. Yeah. And everything's all broken, and my arm's hurting. And I remember getting in the truck that night. We, You know, we finally got my sled off this steep embankment and got back to the truck. We're driving back to town. And I told my parents over and over again, and I was like, I think my wrist is broken. And they're like, oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. (laughs) You're good. And I was like, it was a couple days later. I think I was in third grade at the time. And I was like... No, I think that my wrist is broken, and I was kind of a bullshitter back in the day. Um, Really? (laughs) (laughs) I might still be now. Um, And finally, they're like, okay, fine, I'll take you to the doctor, and sure as shit, my wrist was broken broken. because I fell asleep on a snowboard. (laughs) (laughs) Only time I've ever broken a bone on my body. I mean, you hit a deer at 80. That's, like, kind of (laughs) cool. Not really. I mean, it's... I mean, reasonably, not... Compared to... Falling asleep
1: on snow. Yeah. So, you guys have never got knocked out doing a backflip?
2: Nah, I can't say it. A bunch of pansies. I know. It's like Chris says last, I think he, you said that last year. He's like, You want to know what I was doing? He's like, How old are you? I'm like, ah, 22. He's like, You want to know what I was doing when I was 22?
1: I was jumping over houses. I know. He's
2: like, You just pulled a cool tree line and posted a <laughs> GoPro of it. I was jumping houses, doing backflips. I was like, Man, you know how to you make a You better be feel good, like good at right. concrete. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dang boys this was fun um we got to one of the three topics and this is how podcasts go for us at bba because you know what it's awesome and we have fun stories and uh, it's really cool to be able to share it with you guys so um that's what's fun about these podcasts is we have a lot to talk about lots of fun things uh, in the previous one, I hope you guys enjoyed. We talked about some sled technique stuff. We've got a lot more of that on tap. Um, I really think people will enjoy the breakdown story, dude. That was classic. I was really mad at you, but it was. Were a you re- actually? No, <laughs> I was really. It was really fun. The the worst part was <laughs> is we had people waiting on us. We had people waiting on us. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. They made were me. in the trailer. Mm-hmm. We had like. Really good food waiting Red for cook, us. That we're, oh, yeah. man. And we're up there with a fire cooking a bogey wheel <laughs> <laughs> to get out. <laughs> so we'll talk about that one maybe next time. But uh, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed another episode of Wide Open with myself and Bubba and our good friend Kyle Pulsifer. So <laughs> we'll you guys enjoy. We'll, um, again... Um, keep, uh, leaving your comments, uh, what you would like us to talk about. We really enjoy that for all of you guys on YouTube. Um, I hope you enjoy the backdrop and, uh, um, just, it's been, uh, a lot of fun doing these and, um, I really appreciate, uh, all you guys' feedback and input and, uh, we have a lot of fun. So until next time we out, <laughs> you need to label these, but Avery Wait. owes us two minutes we of labor part, after this. Then? yeah. Room.
0: I think that would have been... All right, this is Wide
1: Open with Chris Burant. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe Dirt. So, let's get this straight. You're a loser. Who are you looking at? <laughs> when Chris
2: Burant says he beat me in last year's dollar bets.
0: The fact that Chris says he's not losing in the parts battle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One measly gas tank. <laughs> All right, we better start this before people hate us. (laughs) No. By by the way, did you? Hold on. What are all these buttons? Oh, there, there we go. That's the ending song. It's (laughs) a pretty played-out rap, really. Didn't we have a rap like that two years ago?
2: Oh, oh, what was it
1: called? It was called boring rap or something.
0: <laughs> this one's called Charles Barkley because it barks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've seen you bark right into a tree <laughs> multiple times. Look at that
2: front bumper. There's still evidence. <laughs> There's a chunk of
1: tree on that. It's bumper right, right, right there, right. dude. Matt did a good job straightening it. <laughs> I'm, I'm muting you guys. I know you are. <laughs> All right, we out. I'm going. I'm going to bed. All right. See you guys.